what we inject into our bodies. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Hi-yo! Here we go. Rock on, Rand. It's Monday. That was Rand Paul on Friday with Javier. Javier Basar. And uh, he, he's the head of HHS. And uh, so Rand, once again, takes it to one of these fools, one of these healthcare fools. Well, and he said, well, we've been, well, you know, you, me, and Jack have been saying this since this thing began. If they had made a good argument for why people should do something. That's all you got to do. Then people would have done it. That's all you got to do. When you tell people they have to do something, not everybody's going to do well, it. Well, <laughs> they threaten you with your job. and they call yeah. Well, his point was... I've recovered from it. You know, right, the antibodies. Yeah, and I've got better protection than people getting a shot in their arm, and you're calling them flat earthers. But I loved it when he said, are you a doctor? <laughs> right. Do you have a science degree? Do you have a great degree in science? Well, no. He's an attorney. He's a he was, freaking lawyer. Yeah, from California. And Rand Paul is a doctor. doctor. He's got a science degree. Yes. So just it was a another here. Let me hand your butt to you, okay? Well, he's really good at. I mean, that's Rand Paul, man. He's a junkyard dog, man. Yeah. He's scrappy, yeah, and he's smart, scrappy. Like he don't get scrappy unless he already knows he's won the damn argument. But but he doesn't have to get all like bitchy about. It. No, you know, he, he just, just goes, asks the right questions. Yeah, he's just real cool about. He's it. a badass. You know? Yes, he is. As a matter of fact, do you have a degree, a science degree? <laughs> Are you a doctor? Uh, 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 I'm a lawyer. Uh, I've handled yeah. many medical cases, uh, but you're not a doctor. Yeah, doctor. Uh-huh. You're not a doctor at all. So, uh, yeah, I was looking for the whole, fa- oh, the, the Fauci thing. So, oh, God. Here's another prince, right? Yeah. So here's a guy. A little booger. Who is, uh, he's a dictator. He, he, yeah. he likes to think that this is Germany in 1932. That's what he likes to think. Right? I'm yeah. going to tell you what to do. So here is on CBS's Face the Nation yesterday morning, <laughs> the anchor is Margaret Brennan. Right. Now, listen to her words in her quote question. Mm. There are now two new studies out that show COVID has gotten better at transmitting through aerosols. I mean, just through the air, Dr. Fauci. It's in the air. What does this mean? What does this mean, Dr. Fauci? We're going into the cold weather, you know, the holidays. Do people need to start looking around and say it's too risky to gather with family members? Oh, God, right. That's not a lead-in at all. What is that? That's not a lead-in in any way, shape, or form. That's what you call government propaganda right oh, there. Oh, God. Germany, 1932. So <laughs> here comes the guy, you know, perfect right. timing. And I don't do a very good German accent, but, you know, it's too early to tell. <laughs> We cannot tell if you can have Christmas or not yet. We have to decide later if you can get together with your family. And no, that's what he said. He yeah. said he said because what he's setting you up for is no, you can't get together with your family. Even though last year he said by this time, by this Christmas, it should be fine. Oh yeah, no, well, he's full of crap. It's though. never going to be fine, right? No, because now what he's saying is post. you're not fully vaccinated, so you've had the third shot, and you know what he's going to say on. after that? So you've had the fourth shot, right? You've had the fifth. So this is all. If you haven't caught on, folks, that this is about control at this point, you need to wake. Somebody needs to slap you across the face. And I started watching your video. It's about. <laughs> demoralizing the population did you see it i watched most i haven't seen the whole thing yet yeah. but yeah it's about demoralizing the population which they've been at for decades what's more demoralizing than a pandemic 
where you can demonize people who haven't been vaccinated. And seriously, what we're talking about is KGB defector Yuri uh, Besmanov. And I went ahead and put the link up on, right. on my Facebook page. Let's see oh, how long it lives there. It opens your eyes. Yeah. You're right. Right. right Till Zuckerberg gets his hands on it. Uh, 1984 interview. And uh, this is a guy that came out of the KGB. And yeah. he's explaining how you bring about communism. Right. right. And they're doing it here. Well, he said in 1984, he was talking about kids in school and you need two or three generations. Uh, to demoralize them and disc and, and 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 pump into their heads basically this business of what are what I call foregone conclusions about life, what our society, whatever it may be. You know, it's here, it's race, it's pandemics, it's all that stuff. And uh, he said in 1984, well, they've already accomplished that, <laughs> right? They've over accomplished that in 1984. Yes, and that was you know that's when I gra- I graduated high school in '85, so that was however many years ago. Yeah. So you look at like these punks that chase this senator into the bathroom. Yeah. Those are people who have been broken down, demoralized in a sense, and demoralized not in a sense of mood sad, yeah, but numbed to this one way of life and this one idea. At no question, no critical thought whatsoever. Correct. And I call them the moron parade. That's that's who they are. Yeah. Demoralized in the sense of morals. Morals, yeah. No, no yeah. morals. Yeah, it's but all the morals yeah. have been removed. So it's okay to chase a senator in the bathroom right. and, and scare snot out of her while she has to lock the bathroom the, the stall door so you don't get these commies that did this. Uh that's exactly right. This look this is a. Uh, we need to be very clear on this. I think you know, no pussyfooting around. It's a communist revolution that's happened in our country. I, I now believe it absolutely. It's yeah. a commie revolution. Yeah. And you watch this video from this guy, and it's it's very clear. The other thing that he talks about, one of their four pillars, is destabilization. Right. Well, look, look what's happened with Black Lives Matter, which we know is is a Marxist organization. It's more about that than it is about black and white. Oh, it's yeah. more about Marxist policies. So, you know, destabilize. They spent the entire summer last summer destabilizing, getting rid of the old statues, destabilizing who we are as a people, bringing in all of these people from across the border who don't want to learn our language and don't want to assimilate into our culture. It destabilizes the country, right? Right? Because you don't have a common language. You don't have a common culture. That's that in of itself is destabilization. Defunding the police so there's more crime on the street, that's destabilization. Oh, yeah. Economic destabilization with uh, with uh, the if this thing goes through with the taxes right. and all that and inflation is, yeah. is you know my wife I was telling my wife again like we haven't even gotten to the bad stuff as far as the economy oh no it's coming so it's destabilization across the board on all fronts right right I mean what aspect of our life is not unstable right now yeah it's crazy isn't it yeah. And, and so when I'm watching the video, it's like all that stuff is just falling right into place. <laughs> this guy is saying, I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> and he said it in 1984. In 1984. Right, right, right. So we're there, baby. Yeah. We're, we're there. It's man. crazy. <laughs> hey, what did Kamala do in California? I don't know. I, I didn't. What did she do in California? Don't have any. Nobody, nobody knows. And the administration's not saying. Friday, she flew out to California. She went to Palm Beach. The media was not allowed to cover it. They had a total black. I guess so, because I didn't see any stories on that. They were not allowed to cover it. They were not, they allowed, were not to, allowed to cover uh-uh. it. Uh-uh. They were not allowed on Air Force Two. They were not allowed at Palm Beach Airport. Nothing was well, allowed. Isn't that interesting? It is very interesting. She flew. She left. She left Washington. She left uh, a- uh, Andrews uh, Friday afternoon. Air Force Two out to Palm Beach. She no media. Total media blackout. Usually media is on the plane. Well, yeah. And then media is there. 
No media allowed at all. Now, isn't that something? I didn't allow the media. Can you imagine a Trump administration? We're not, you know, Mike Pence goes somewhere. Oh, no. We're not allowing the media. They'd have been outraged. Yeah. They'd have been helicopters following him around. Right. Drones in the sky, you know. Where are they? And no, nothing. You're not allowed. And then she flew back yesterday and hasn't said a word, not one word. And the White House won't answer questions about it. We're not talking about it. I bet she just went to have a, a vacay. And they just didn't want anybody got maybe criticizing her for it in a moment of crisis. Or, or, <laughs> or she met with somebody that they right. didn't want anybody to know she was meeting with. That's right. That, there you go. So that That's would seem the like one. the more likely thing because Biden goes on vacay almost every three days. Yep. He, in fact, he was on vacation this past weekend. Right. So, so who was she meeting with? I don't know. Isn't that interesting? Fascinating, man. <laughs> I hate everything. Maybe, maybe, maybe she was meeting with the former AG on a on an airport, and they were looking Tarmac. at pictures of the grandkids. Right, that's what she met with Eric Holder. Uh, yeah, right. God, man, I, 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 I'm so everything is so screwed up right now. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> Happy damn Monday. How, how was your weekend, by the way? It was great. Yeah. You know, my, uh, today's my stepdaughter's birthday. Happy birthday, Alicia. Happy and, birthday uh, to you. Uh, her boyfriend came up for the weekend, and uh, we saw a movie, and we got dinner. What'd and, you see? Oh, I saw that Carnage movie, that thing, that Marvel movie. You good? You know, it's okay. I'm, I'm kind of marveled out at yeah. this point, you know okay. what I mean? But everybody else loved it. So you, you know? didn't go see the new Bond I have no desire okay. to see the new... You know what? I, I And I made a prediction on my show. Yeah. And I may have said it on this show, too. Right. I predict No Time to Die will kill the franchise. Because it's woke, apparently. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a woke James Bond. Great. And you've got a director who openly dislikes all the other Bond movies. Yeah. So what did they do, man? So I, I really... In the last couple of Daniel who Craig cares? movies, I really weren't, yeah. wasn't all that thrilled by... So I'm just kind of like, nah. Well, happy birthday, Alicia. How old is she now? She'd be 24. Hang, boy. 24. They grow up so quick. Yes. Happen so fast. Yep. Uh, yeah, th- that and uh, and and uh, nothing says 81 million votes like blank Joe Biden all across the country. <laughs> NASCAR. Nah, the NASCAR you races. You rock, man. I thought they would have been first. So uh, this kid, uh, is it Brown? It's Brown, right? Yeah. Uh, he, I don't even know his name. Brandon Brown. Brandon Brown. I don't even know his name because he wasn't supposed to win. He's just a, he's kind of an underdog. He's a total. I mean, wow. like, where'd this guy come from? Right. And he wins the race at Talladega of all places. That's a monster of a track. Right. And uh, he gets out there interviewing him on the front straightaway. And this breaks out. It's such an unbelievable <laughs> moment. Brandon, you also told me <laughs> you can hear the chants from the the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Right, right. Let's go, Brandon. That's absolutely what they're saying. What a cover, right? I, I had already gotten up. My wife was still there yesterday, and I hear her laughing her ass off, and I walk in, and she's watching that video for the first time. Well, so you got that, and then at the then they cut to the football stadiums, right? Because <laughs> that was on Saturday, football right. day. So here's the college football stadiums. So you got that going on. I love how it has its own cadence. Oh, it's got this whole, the whole thing, man. Blank, whole blank, blank, blank. Yeah. You know, it's great. Right. To, to the point now where Aaron Lewis, who is a, a country star right. right now, who was the lead singer of Stained, yeah. he's got him doing it at his concerts. 
He walks out on the stage, man. So nothing says 81 million votes like that, right? Right. The most votes in all of Boy, people are so happy with this guy. Oh, come on, man. Aid workers announced over the weekend that, um, no, it wasn't 100 or thereabouts Americans and Afghans who we left behind. It's 100,000 or more. Oh, good Lord. 100,000 or oh, more. Man. That's crazy. Uh, so that's one of the Abandoned. reasons. Yeah, that's one of the reasons he's getting a blank Joe Biden. Is Well, that. he's got it coming. Yeah, he does. Matter of fact. We've got some interesting times coming up in this country, man. All right, quick break. More where and Rima on the other side here on KTSA, where you've got BG products available to you all over. In fact, every shop that changes oil has BG products available, and, uh, and you ought to be using them. I know that it's uh, one of those deals you want to be careful with what you're putting in your vehicle, and I would never tell you to try something that I haven't tried. And I have for years. Uh, first uh, decided it was great when I was racing and was looking for a way to uh, really reduce the wear and tear on the engines, uh, increase the amount of horsepower and performance and fuel economy and all that in a race car. Well, we found it with BG, but that's a street stuff. It's not even a high-performance racing additive it's it's an additive for the streets and it works so well in racing applications that man you ought to see what it can do to your vehicle to help it last longer perform better clean the fuel system out and give you better fuel economy plus better protection inside the engine and anytime you have your oil change they can they can do it right there it's not something you buy off the shelf and do yourself Anytime you have the oil change, the guy who changes your oil can do the BG service. So have him do it. BGfindashop.com. That's BGfindashop.com. AccuWeather today, partly sunny, less humid. Start of an extended stretch of dry weather with a high of 89. Tonight's going to be clear. Tomorrow, plenty of sun and 90. And Wednesday, plenty of sun and 88. And six give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision. Can you believe that? God can't stand him. He just blithely says something like that without any concern for the implications. Chris, can you cue that back up, please? So, as I said, 1930s Germany, that's where his head mm. is, right? Total dictatorship. Dr. Fauci. You give up your right. Just the part there, you, you just played. You give up your right to make up your own mind. Go ahead. There comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision. Whoa. The hell you say. <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. I don't think so. You you have to give up your own right. Do you, Dr. A- Fauci, have to give up your right? Hell no. He, he's not giving up Do anything. you and your elitist pig friends who, who party all the time without masks? Uh, yeah. Whether it's an award show or crazy? it's a wedding. Yeah. You know, it, it's just for the, the little people, right? Right. Right. The little people have to give up their right he to is, medical, make their own medical decisions. He never said anything about the award ceremonies without masks. He never, never not. once said anything about that. You know what he reminds me of? Something you should turn upside down and clean the toilet bowl with. Maybe I just you want do. to put that in there. Maybe put that you do. Up, get that in people's minds. That might be a good idea. God, that man. Little, that little brush you keep next to yeah, just stand him on his head right next to the toilet. I got a use for you, pal. You got something over there you've been looking at? Well, as if it's not that's not bad enough. Right. And, uh, you know, we're on the brink of revolution here in the country, <laughs> brink of civil war. Maybe it's the end times. I don't know. It is the on end top, times. I believe on top of everything else, yes. there's a dude on the cover of Playboy, yes. man. And I just, you know, well, that's a, a sign trans of the dude on the cover. It's a sign of the apocalypse, and Hugh Hefner is rolling over in his grave somewhere. Yeah. 
It's a dude. Uh, his name is Brent, uh, Brentman Rock. He's a gay, transgendered guy. Yeah. And he's an influencer. That's now a job, you see. People can be influencers on TikTok or whatever. Sure. And he's on the cover of Playboy magazine in a corset with his nipples out. Oh, great. In fishnets, wearing a pair of bunny ears. It's the end. It's all over, Trey. Well, let me ask you, you start something. putting dudes in Playboy. It's over. I have not literally seen a Playboy in probably 30-some-odd years. It was, right. it was back in the 80s last time I saw one. Do do they um, uh, you know, are they still relevant? I mean, do no. you still go to the store? No. Okay, none of that. I don't. It's, it's basically online, right? Well, I, you know, the internet porn thing is a multi-billion-dollar industry. But which Playboy? Is does anybody look at Playboy anymore? No, oh I, I don't. I mean, when, I'm trying to figure when the last time they were relevant. Yeah. Right. The last time they were relevant was when my dad used to keep them in his Navy chest. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> right. That's that's my point. Is it? I think the last time they were relevant, Dolly Parton was on the cover. There you go. But, you know, they're trying to be woke. They're trying to everybody's trying to be woke, so now I got to have you got to have gay dudes in Playboy cuz that'll that'll you know, they're trying to reimagine the uh, the franchise, but I don't think it's <laughs> If you're trying to get guys to look at the magazine, you're going to put a gay guy that, on the cover. That's probably not the way to go, man. And of course that. Okay. Nobody wants to see this dude with a staple in his stomach. Well, that's right. Yeah. So, how old Back were you? When the centerfold meant something. Yeah. What? How old were you when you just, when you figured out you were gay, right? The, the whole question and answer thing on the back. Probably, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to, you know, but it's it's just kind of it looks ridiculous. I'm just I just I've only seen the picture of the cover cuz this yeah, guy I saw it. You know, text t- t- tweeted it or whatever and it just looks Really, what would old man Hugh think about that? Man? <laughs> what do you think? What would Hugh Hefner think about that? I think Hugh got to the point where he had so much money, he didn't even care anymore. He didn't give a crap. <laughs> I don't care. Put a goat on the cover. That's right. Can. Exactly right. Because he handed it over to his kid. He's like, you take it. I'm done. <laughs> give Elsie the cow a chance. I'm tired, Put man. her up there. <laughs> I, I got my $10 billion right, out of this deal. Right. Thank you know, I've caught every ST, STD. There is no demand. I'm out of here. Put a gorilla on the cover. I don't care. Well, <laughs> that that could be next. That could be. <laughs> oh, so, God. 60 minutes last night. Oh, yeah. We've got some sound we want to play for you coming up. If you have a kiddo who's on the Internet, on social media, uh, you got to hear it. Yeah. Coming up, I heard from my great friend Martin Bamba yesterday. Window World. Window World is your place for replacement windows for your home, no matter what size your house is. He did a whole house for, uh, for Nancy and me a couple of months ago. They're beautiful. They're energy efficient. They last. I mean, the colors are fantastic. So easy to maintain and take care of. And when you're dealing with Window World, you're dealing with a family who has, well, they, they got into business in 1947. The Bomba family's been doing this for so long. They want to take care of you and your family. So really, it's upfront honesty. Now, some of the other companies out there are telling you stuff it's just not working out. But when it comes to Window World, it's called Be Honest from day one with everybody so you know exactly where you stand, you know where they stand, and I like that about them. I want you to have them come out and do a free estimate right there at your home on replacing the windows you have now with the most energy-efficient windows that you're going to find anywhere. That's WindowWorldTX.com. WindowWorld. That is polarizing. It's easier to inspire people to anger than it is to other emotions. 
All right, so it's Warren Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. I broke all this sound down last night. And thank you to Chris. Um, this is amazing. Yeah. This, uh, this was on uh, 60 Minutes last night. It's a whistleblower by the name of Francis Haugen. Uh, Francis worked at Facebook. She has l- letters like this behind her name from Hollywood right. and everywhere else. Right. Her contention last night in the interview, and I, I, I put it up on Facebook. Let's see how long it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Her contention is <clears throat> that Facebook intentionally makes the environment contentious because that increases their research shows. That increases participation with their advertisers right so what they do is they influence facebook is they influence the whole fighting and everything that goes on the controversy and everything that goes on because if everything if the waters were calm then nobody's doing anything and they don't have anything going on here's another one this is uh, the first cut one chris facebook has realized that if they change the algorithm to be safer people will spend less time on the site They'll click on less ads. They'll make less money. Mm-hmm. If it's safe, they don't right. make any money. Because she was also the source, and that's why she's the whistleblower. She was the source for the original Guardian story, I think, right? Yes. Uh, where they start talking about teenage girls and Instagram. Yes. She, and so they interviewed her, and she's like, they don't care. Right. They've had this research for some time, apparently, that it's bad for Everybody, but also specifically Correct. young girls, teenage Correct. girls. She brought that up last But they last don't night. care. That's right. In fact, uh, Facebook was going to create a younger version of Instagram until this girl, Frances Haugen, comes out and starts talking about it. And they go, oh, okay, maybe we will. But they were, Facebook was going to, to do it to younger girls. They were going to create a younger girl version of Instagram. Let's go to cut uh, two and how this hooks you in and makes you want to consume more. Facebook makes more money when you consume more content. People enjoy engaging with things that elicit an emotional reaction. And the more anger that they get exposed to, the more they interact and more they consume. Are you hear that? <laughs> they like you angry. Exactly right. So Facebook, and they know this, so Facebook intentionally makes it an angry place a mm. lot of times because there's more engagement. So their advertisers make more money the angrier Facebook is. Talk about destabilization. That's what I said this morning. That's oh, right. my God. So here, uh, she, she actually gets into the marketplace of, of social media as well. Cut three. The European political parties were essentially yeah. saying to Facebook, the way you've written your algorithm is changing the way we lead our countries. Yes. You are forcing us to take positions that we don't like that we know are bad for society, we know if we don't take those positions, we won't win in the marketplace of social media. So what she's saying is these governments themselves, governments, don't want all this going on, but Facebook is making the rules for the rules, for the rule makers. Right. Because the rule makers have to respond to what Facebook is doing in order for them to be competitive in the marketplace of ideas. So the the social media is now controlling society to a certain extent. Controlling governments. Controlling governments. That's way governments. too much influence. She, doesn't she also say that she thinks that the government, needs to, some, there needs to be some sort of intervention at this yes. point? Yes, she, needs, she talks about government control, and government's got to get in there and control this. Um, okay, the final cut here is the one you were just alluding to. 
which is about uh, uh, girls. And you, this is the most important one, I thought, from, from last night, because the influence that it is having on particularly our young women, and Facebook knows that it is having this influence on our young women, and yet they spark it up because they make more money. Go ahead. One of the Facebook internal studies that you found talks about how Instagram harms teenage girls. Oh, yeah. One study says 13.5% of teen girls say Instagram makes thoughts of suicide worse. 17% of teen girls say Instagram makes eating disorders worse. And what's super tragic is Facebook's own research says as these young women begin to consume this eating disorder content, they get more and more depressed, and it actually makes them use the app more. And so they end up in this feedback cycle where they hate their bodies more and more. Facebook's own research says it is not just that Instagram is dangerous for teenagers, that it harms teenagers. It's that it is distinctly worse than other forms of social media. So here's how it works. Here's how it works. The girls consume this content of eating disorders, right, and body uh, the fact that their bodies don't match up. And the more they consume it, the more depressed they get. So suicidal tendencies really climb. So they consume more of it looking to, to feel better. So they continue. It's kind of like the rat eating the poison. And yeah. they just continue to consume it and eat it and eat more of it and eat more until they're so depressed that eventually – the worst happens of the worst. She called it a feedback cycle. That's what, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a feedback wow. cycle. It is, it, that's exactly <clears throat> what it is. We've talked about dopamine receptors and right. all of that kind of thing. Uh, but she has the actual documentation that Facebook has the research. And Facebook knows this, but yet they continue to do that. Because mm. with every time that little girl comes back, or you or me come back on there, that's more advertising that they sell, Facebook can sell, but what it's doing to people is making them more and more and more and more depressed. It's either from the fighting that's going on there or from the self-image, you know, a little girl's self-image. Right. She's looking to feel good about herself, you know. So she gets on there and she sees all these women looking great and she's not mad, she's not measuring up to that. So she gets more depressed and the more depressed she gets, the more she feeds on that. <sighs> it's like a drug. It is a that's it's a drug. It's a drug. It was designed as a drug. It's a drug. And just like a crack dealer knows that at some point, the more they deal to somebody, the worse they're going to fall apart and become addicted to the drug. Facebook is doing the same thing. So, uh, according to her, and and so um, for for years now, in my study of all this, there are the guys who designed it. They don't allow their family to be on it. They're not on it, and they don't allow their kiddos to nope. be on, and never have. I have family members who are in the IT world, right, in Austin and places like that. They're not on it, and they don't allow their kids to participate on it. They know this stuff. But we're all on it. (laughs) We're all taking the drug. We're all junkies. And see, we we think that we're happier when we're on it. But we're not. See? That's the buzz. That's, yeah. I know a lot about addiction. <laughs> That's the buzz. Do you see a corollary? Oh yeah. Do you? Because when you when you're when you're buzzed, 
you think you're having a great time. Your, your endorphins are shooting, you're firing off. Your pleasure centers are firing off. But then once that buzz is gone, then you are more depressed than you were before, or more messed up, or whatever your issues are, are worse. And so what do you do? You chase the buzz, right? Right. And Facebook operates exactly like that. And the more you chase the buzz, the more of it you need to maintain that buzz and to maintain that euphoric feeling, but it's fleeting. It's really just kind of masking something. And the thing that's masking is whatever your issue is or your pain. And Facebook operates exactly the same way, and I'm on it. I'm on it every single day. See, and that's the thing. And so, what do you do now? How do you turn this all back? You, you, you can't. I don't know. You can't can't turn the clock back to 2007, right? And get everybody off of this. One of the figures that came up last night. First of all, Facebook is almost a two trillion dollar good lord company. All right. Think about that. So that's the first. So, so think about how powerful they are. You remember I kept saying, and you did too, back during the campaign, that they're more powerful than Washington is. At this point. They are more powerful. I would agree with that. And so now, and, th- and this came out last night, 60% of people who are connected to the Internet worldwide are on Facebook. God. Think about that number. 60% of people connected to the internet worldwide are on Facebook. And yet we've been saying for a while now, oh, it's the old fart, uh, uh, So, but it's still the primary oh, one. Right, right. A lot it's of, kind of the bedrock of all the other social media. And, you know, a lot of kids you know, went over to IG. I do, sure. I, I do a lot of looking on IG and what have you. But IG is the same. IG, there's no difference. IG is just more of a picture-type right. you know, intensive, picture and video intensive. But it's the same. The, the receptors in your brain are fed the same oh, way. Right, right. It's the whole, the feeling is the same. But here's the part that she's pointing out just like what was that great grand deception whatever that show was that oh yeah that we saw the documentary that came out last year that you know um facebook knows this and they exploit that they're exploiting you because the more activity that you are on their site doing the more that they can sell so they're exploit they know that they know that and and it just can't be like happy-go-lucky activity. There's no controversy in that. There's no engagement. People don't. They don't. They're not out I mean, there. Well, you look at like anybody, because this is why I take all my political stuff down, because you, you put something on there, and the thread will go on forever where people are, are yelling at each other and going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and all of a sudden you got like 90 comments. Do you remember the old movies in the Amazon where the water is all calm, and then you throw a piece of meat in there, and all the piranhas bubbling out of the water, attacking, attacking? That's Facebook. Yeah, and when 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 the waters are bubbling and gurgling, that's when they make the most money. You got it. If it's calm... So they got to keep throwing meat in there. Yeah, that's it. They have <laughs> so, to spark it up. Oh, God. They have to create right. it. But so, but in a weird sense, also, we are not only the junkie; we are the drug itself. That's right. And they know that. That's right. So she was wow. talking also, and we got to take a break. But she was talking about you know you can go through your feed and you can see lame stuff all day. Kid, grandkids yeah. at a soccer game and lame stuff all day. Well, Facebook knows that. So every once in a while, you're going to see something that's really funky. To, to engage you. But that's why you keep looking at it. What am I going to miss? So that's it. You're right. They do God, that on purpose. It's insidious. They do that on purpose because you're, you're, not, you're, not, you're not 
participating in the funkiness, so we got to throw something your way to excite you a little bit. She talked about that, too. Scary crap, man. <laughs> Scary crap. All right, we've got to take a quick break. More wearing rhyme. coming back on the other side. Alamo Water Softeners, where you've got a newly built home, or maybe it's an older home. Either way, Alamo Water Softeners has a water treatment bundle with special pricing to give your home the highest quality water treatment available anywhere, where you can choose from several bundles, including the Premier Whole Home Bundle. Get a free standard gas or electric water heater when you purchase a select top-of-the-line water softener, a plus-one filter, and a reverse osmosis drinking water system. While supplies last, it's a heck of a deal for you. You can make an online appointment today with one of Alamo Water Softeners Whole Home Specialists for a free water analysis and recommendations that are customized specifically for your home. Right now, today, is the time to take advantage of bundle pricing at Alamo Water Softeners, high efficiency, and the best protection for your family. Log on today and make that appointment. You know, we only have a minute here because we got Ramsey coming up. I'm just, whenever I feel like grabbing my phone and scrolling, I'm just picking up a book instead. I need, to, I need to get off it. It's more. hard, man. It's weird that it's hard. I know. We were just talking about that, being on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I'm on, it, I'm on it all through the show because right. I'm scanning for stories and stuff. People are loving this topic, by the way. I'm getting a lot of response over here. Good. On email. People are loving it. We, we all just need to, man, put it down. Mm. <laughs> but see, that's so hard. It is. Because you think you're missing something, right? Well, it's become such a natural part of life. Right. It's just something you do. And what, what sucks about it is that there's really good content, like like Don's pictures of his Kiss concert. I like to see that. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. You know, I like to see that kind of stuff. Right. But Facebook doesn't want you just enjoying that because no. that's boring. Or stupid animal videos, which are my favorite. Right. I like stupid animal videos. I love them. I love them to death. But see, that's boring. So every once in a while, they got to poke you with something that's not so boring to keep you there. And it's, it, it intentionally messes in your head. Well, and again, it's weird that it's hard to stop. Right. Because that is like a drug. It is. You know, and... Uh, Funky, man. It hurts you, but you keep doing it. Well, all, all, <laughs> all the people over here are sending me emails right now going, I hope that girl's got bodyguards. Yeah. Yeah. True that. Back in a minute. <laughs> I guess that's a no. Where in Rima? <laughs> 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. More Rand Pauls. Every chance you get, elect another Rand Paul. Yeah. More He's of a him. Badass, yeah. man. And he goes after him. And he goes just, after Fauci. That's a real calm and cool. He doesn't get upset. Yeah. Just, you know, let me just hit you with the facts. I'm going to hit you with the facts. And why, you know, but you never do hear about folks with this this obsession with the vaccine. You never hear about uh, uh, folks with the antibodies and who've already had it. And what what number did he say? A hundred million. Hundred million folks have the million. antibodies. Have never recovered? It. Yeah, they have it. Yeah. And and you never hear the administration or Fauci or anybody uh, you know address that. No. Why would they need to get vaxxed? No, that little dictator. You know, <laughs> little dick, little dictator. He is saying now, Fauci, <laughs> just like 1932 in Germany, you, yeah. will, you will submit to me. Sometimes you yeah. have to give up your right. You've got to give up your rights, man. You're to right make to, your own medical decisions. Your own decision. Listen to this. You there make, comes a time, time when you do have to give up Aww. what you consider your individual right of making your own decision. I don't think so, man. Yeah, that's not going to happen, big boy. <laughs> after the, I don't think so. After the damn war, okay? Uh, and then he said, you know, I'll let you know if you can get together for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. You know, wow, that's happy news. Thanks, Doc. 
Yeah. Thanks for letting us know if we're allowed to have. Last right. year, was, are we going to be Christmas. allowed to have July 4th? Right. Now, it's, are we going to be allowed to have Thanksgiving and Christmas? Christmas yeah. yeah. Well, well, to hell with you. I'm going to have Christmas, and you're not going to stop me. And and by the way, I'm not asking your permission. <laughs> so. <laughs> Does anybody, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I love it when Rand Paul goes after him. Yeah. Because, again, Rand Paul doesn't lose his, his emotions. He, he keeps himself in check, and he's just very calm and collected. Yeah. Well, you know what? He knows he's already won the battle when he goes into it. It's like when he's asking this guy, uh, this guy about his uh, Javier Bacera. Yeah, if he has a, uh, a medical, a science degree, and all so that. Good, we already know it? the guy doesn't, right? You know, and that's where he's a badass. Right. He really knows. He really knows how to put people in the corner with the truth. Yeah, and yeah. he's just talking to him with the truth about the truth. So think about how stupid this is. You know, big story this morning is that New York City is begging for substitute teachers <laughs> to come teach in New York City, right? Because it unfired all the teachers that didn't want to get jabbed. So think about that. <sighs> so just like they did with healthcare workers last week, they fired all their health, eighty-three thousand healthcare workers. They fired, <laughs> and uh, and they had to go get the National Guard. Now th- here's here's what's so asinine about this. The National Guard that they brought in doesn't have to be vaccinated till June of 2022. So they are replacing people that got fired for not being vaxxed now, and they don't have to be vaxxed until next year. You got so that makes sense, right? It makes that makes absolutely no sense, right? And so you 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 ran off a bunch of nurses that have all kinds of degrees. They were heroes last year. Right? Yeah. Heroes. Oh, they yeah. were heroes because they were saving lives, COVID lives. Now they're fired. <laughs> and they're bringing in National Guard who doesn't have to be vaccinated till June of next year. And they fired a bunch of teachers. So now they're putting out the call for substitutes to come to New York to teach. And I wonder if they'll do the same thing with the substitutes. Well, you don't have to be vaccinated oh, until next year. I have no idea. Well, but, but I, I mean, either saying. way, with the National Guard, it completely invalidates the whole idea of the vaccine being that necessary. Well, of course it does. But it just the, the whole point, too, is they're getting rid of people who are qualified, who know what they're doing, who lived through it. One, what Rand Paul's point, too, was all these health care workers that are getting fired, a lot of them got it and they recovered. So why yeah. should they have to get a vaccine? They don't want to talk about it. <laughs> they never want to talk about that. It's maddening. Yeah, it, it is. Really is. It really Plus, is. Plus, well, you know, not to mention that we're also importing it, you know, on a daily basis. Oh, no, and, we're not. According to Fauci yesterday. Oh, right. You, you, get, you need to get over that concept that it's coming into the country from the immigrants. That's what he said. Get over that concept. Did he concept. give an explanation as to why you need to get over that concept? No. No, he not. never gives an explanation. Last no. time he was, the only other time he spoke about the border, he said, well, that's not my responsibility. We, got a, we got a million, a million was the estimate this weekend that are headed this way. A million God. headed this way. And he's like, well, don't you worry, because they're not bringing the COVID here. Give me a break. Of course, you... There's at least 20% of illness coming from across we the We already border. know that. We, we know, know that. We know it's it. It's not a disputed, it's nothing in, dis- in dispute. So you take 20% of a million people yeah. coming in, if, if the numbers hold you know, steady. Yeah. That's a whole lot of COVID coming into this country. And they spread it everywhere. And they don't have to be vaccinated. No. You don't, you know, they, a, a certain percentage of them don't want to be vaccinated. No. They're not forced to be vaccinated. Oh, no, they don't want it. Uh-uh. You know, uh-uh. and uh, it's, it's so the, the science of it is completely invalidated by all this stuff. Well, here again, just like the teachers in New York City, here's the stupidity. The guys at the Border Patrol, November 1st, they have to be or they're fired. <laughs> But the people that they're trying to prevent from coming across don't have to be. That's crazy, man. Think about that for a minute. That's insane. There is no demand at the border that you be vaccinated before you come to the country. There's no demand. You can come in and go live anywhere you want. In fact, we'll send you anywhere you want. There's no demand for that. But the guys who are protecting our border, well, they have to be or you're fired. 
<laughs> and nobody can explain that. And nobody will. Saki's been asked as much, and, you know, she just kind of moves on. You know, it, it, again, it completely invalidates the science that they yeah. claim this is based on. Yeah. By picking and choosing who has to be vaccinated and who doesn't. I have to, I have to change the subject for a minute. Okay. Is this okay? Yeah, sure. All right. I just want to change the subject. And, Donna, I, I, I want to tell you something. I didn't tell either of you fellas this story. But you got to hear this story. So, you know, Nancy's been out of town for a little while. Right. Right. She's doing a lot of work for the travel company this fall, so she's in and out of town. Right. right. So she was right before she left. Now, I go to bed way before her. It's always been that way. I go to bed about 7.30 or 8. Mm. She doesn't come to bed till 10.30 or something. So if she comes in to talk to me after I've gone to bed, it's usually good night, sweetie, and that's it. But if she actually comes in there and spends any time, it's pretty serious. Right. Right. So she comes in the other night, and we had already said goodnight. And she said, hey, somebody's knocking at the back door. <laughs> so what? I'm kicking covers, grabbing rifles and shotguns, and I got several <laughs> other things. I mean, I, I'm, I'm grabbing my Rambo outfit. You're locking and loading. No, I mean, totally. It's already loaded and locked. All I got to do is grab and fire. It's like, <laughs> he's like Tackleberry on Police Academy. Right here. Yeah, like yeah. I said, Rambo. I, got, I'm, I mean, I put the whole Bandoleros on. <laughs> I got one for every crevice. I got them under both arms. <laughs> so I'm heading toward the back door. She said, no, 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 no. It was one of our squirrels. <laughs> oh, see how you are? <laughs> One of the squirrels, we had dropped a little bird seed on the back patio when we refilled the bird feeder. <laughs> right. And one of the squirrels had come up and ate it and then decided he wanted more. <laughs> so he turns around and comes up to the back door and starts knocking on the back. Squirrels. I love squirrels. And you were going to make squirrel sw- slaw, basically. Uh, well, fired I didn't, when she said somebody. Knocked, right. And when I started kicking covers and grabbing weaponry, she said, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a squirrel. One of our squirrels. Stop. Well, there was one in Oklahoma that rang a doorbell. Okay, tell me that story. I've it's got just, it right you know, here. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's some, uh, this couple in the house. They got one of these security systems with the camera. <laughs> and the doorbell rings, and there's nobody there. And they're like, mystified. What the hell? There's nobody there. And so they look at the video, and it was a squirrel that had crawled up. It was just his face is right up to the camera, and he rings the doorbell. He did. He punched the button. I love. I think squirrels are fascinating. I really do, man. I've always been fascinated by squirrels. Well, now, Bob Webster calls them tree rats. Tree rats. He doesn't. He does right. Bushy-tailed tree rats. I call them nature's acrobats because yeah. they're they're fun to watch them jump around and stuff. He doesn't like them one little bit. Um, we tolerate them, and I'll tell you something. You remember the snow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our bird feeder, of course, the ground's covered in snow. I actually have the pictures and I and the video, and I sent it to Webster. <laughs> and so, it's one of the cardinals, red cardinal taking feed out and throwing it on the ground for the squirrel in wow. the snow. Squ- squirrels below him in the, in the snow, and he's taking it out with his beak and throwing it down there. He's feeding the squirrel. Wow. The, the cardinal is. So I sent the picture and the video to Webster. I didn't know Webster hated <laughs> squirrels. And I sent it to he's him. squirrel-phobic. Yeah. He didn't like them. And, he, and I said, have you, have you ever seen a cardinal feed a squirrel like this, Bob? And he said, now that I've seen squirrels eat baby cardinals. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> my old man had a, a squirrel wheel. Yeah, Have you ever seen these where you sure. put the stick on the, on, the, uh, on the wheel and you put a corn cob at one end right. and the squirrel jumps on it and spins yeah. around? My old man would sit and watch that for hours. 
my old man strung wire through the trees in the front yard just so he could sit at his kitchen table and watch the squirrels run around and jump from line to line and get on the squirrel wheel. You bet. He loved the damn squirrels. He would just sit there and watch them. We actually have, in our neighborhood, of course we have traditional brown squirrels, but we have black squirrels. Wow. And they're, they're black on their body and their tails are brown. Right. If you go to the state capitol, the governor's mansion, it's the most incredible thing. I went up there to meet Rick Perry one day, and I'm standing out front, and uh, all of a sudden, I hear this god-awful noise in the trees. I thought, what's going on? I, it, it sounded like a like a storm was blowing through right. the trees, but a perfectly clear day. What is going on? And I look up, and about a million albino squirrels, <laughs> white wow. as snow. Wow. Squirrels, white as snow, in the trees. <laughs> Jumping from tree to tree to tree. A million of them up there. That's so racist. That's a, that's a, white squirrels? That's, a, that's squirrel privilege is what that is. <laughs> of course, the white squirrels get to eat at the governor's mansion. <laughs> well, it was, Perry's, it was Perry's mansion at the time. Yeah, You're see? right. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, oh, man. Nice. Squirrel talk. Uh, I'm you know, it's I'm a, with Webster, though. I don't like him either. Oh, I, I just, love yeah, squirrels. They tear stuff apart. But they're funny they get in and they, the attic they and jump they make around. A mess. Well, seal the attic up where they don't get in there, do you? you know? It's the raccoons I don't like. The squirrels are fine. It's the oh, raccoons you know, I don't they like. They get in there, too. Anyway, okay, quick. <laughs> I guess we'll take a break now. Well, Dave Ramsey sent you. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Pitbull says, <laughs> to whoever the blank doesn't like the United States of America, may God bless you, but blank you at the same time. <laughs> Rock on, man. If you don't like the United States of America, go back to the countries that you blank from, and you'll see how much you appreciate the United States of America. Good on him. He's Cuban. You know, can't well, you know. <laughs> That's right. So the reason I can have this conversation is because my family comes from communism. They fled communism. They had everything taken away from them. Everybody got murdered. Everybody got killed. That's the reason me, being a first-generation Cuban-American, I look at freedom and I appreciate the blank. I appreciate opportunity. I appreciate everything that you give me, meaning America, and that comes from the fact that Castro took over everything, and I'm looking at what's going on right now. So bottom line is, Pitbull says, if you don't like America, go to Cuba. You'll see how much you appreciate the U.S. Or just hang around here long enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. You know, I mean, uh, I have a, a good friend uh, from, from Colorado who was first generation from Cuba. His old man uh, was an English professor. Uh, during the time of the revolution, and he, according to him, he he, he and Castro had knew, known each other in college, and when the revolution came about, he let him. He told him to get out, get out of the country, and that's how they made their way to America. And I've I also I've met a couple of people over the years who were who grew up in the Soviet Union, Soviet era. A guy that owned a liquor store in Colorado, that was a good friend of mine, would tell me, you know, you guys are on the road. They have you have no idea what living in that kind of a society is like. You have no idea how awful it is, and uh, unfortunately, you know, like the the people that chase that senator into the bathroom, they're completely disinterested in that. The moron crowd is not listening to those voices. Pitbull's no. pitbull's going to get canceled now. 
Uh, eventually. Yeah. yeah. Or sooner sooner rather than later, probably. Yeah. yeah. You know, because uh, he's speaking truth to power in a sense. Right. And, uh, and that's a bozo no-no these days, especially if right. you're in the pop culture. They don't want to hear it, man. Well, see, you know what's amazing? Uh, the people who came from communism, they know that there's a communist revolution happening in our own country. They know what's they happening. They know it, right? And so, so they're warning us. They're telling, you know, he came from communism. Yeah. Uh, everybody else that says come out of this communist, uh, we I have callers on the on the early show who will call and they go, uh, I just I just moved here from Venezuela, man, and you're headed that way. There is a communist revolution. Everybody thinks that a revolution has to mean shooting and blood and all of that. No, it doesn't. That's the last part of it. See, the front end is what happens before. You got it, and that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're doing a communist revolution in the United States, folks. I'm telling you, it's a communist revolution that's happening here right now and they're chasing cinema into the bathroom you know they won't let her go you got a bunch of commies. and she's normally would be somebody you know that uh would be embraced by that crowd you know what i'm saying so i mean like let's like pitbull you know they're gonna turn on him in a heartbeat yes. now because of this right because you start speaking the truth oh his and, record deal's over right yeah you know i mean it's like the co- the comedians who 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 go too far or, right. or you know uh, the only comedian we'll have left is freaking Jay Leto. You know, I mean right. that's that's what's happening. Well, think about it's her. underway. Think about Cinema. She's a uh, a senator, a Democrat senator, liberal, bisexual. Right. You don't and check. They, she's checked every box. And they chased her into the bathroom. <laughs> she's checked all of their boxes. Boxes don't matter. <laughs> you know, at some point you're the for us or against us. You're their comrade or you're not a comrade. That's it. The, the only thing I will say, and this is what gives me hope, <laughs> and I'm not going to go into details about my thoughts on this, yeah. is that this is the United States of America. And there's a lot of people who are waking up to what's going on. And they're the kinds of people that aren't going to just willingly walk into a communist world or, or just walk and allow, in a sense, for this country to be trans, you know, trans, I'm not going to. transformed into a communist nation. I tell nation. you, I'm not going to. You know, and uh, there's a lot of folks. I get more and more calls and messages yeah. from people. Yeah. And you know what I'm talking about. Sure. Who are like, yeah, we're, we, maybe we ought to go down to the border. Maybe, you know, we can't, oh, sure, this, I hear that all we time. can't let this happen. Yeah. Whether it's the border or it's anything. And all the other things that we talked about. Yeah. I push back in all different kinds of ways. Like, you know, first of all, I do this every day. Right. right? And I speak as loudly as I can. I, I do in-personal appearances and I go out and I speak in person at right. large gatherings. Uh, Anthony Fauci's not going to tell me what to do. Right. You know, I, I just think he's just not. This, there's a difference about America is unlike any other nation that's ever existed. And I don't think it's going to slide into that so willingly. Um, and uh, I don't know what that means. Well, there's a lot of a lot of us going to have to we'll, we'll die first. Right. Before we go into that. It's just not going to happen right. uh, for, for a lot of us. Now, you know, like Joe said, how are you going to fight? We got the planes and we got the tanks. What, what a thing for a president to say. Right. That's a hell of a thing fight? for a president to say. But, but it's not about that. It's about pushing back where you can. It's about what they're doing and allowing it to school board meetings. It's about going to the school board meetings here. Right. It's about getting rid of the the the, the Marxists who are running the city of San Antonio. You know, oh, it's voting them out. There's Ron at a at a pro abortion rally on Saturday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So here's Ron at the rally and he's he's tweeting about it. I saw his tweets over the weekend. How great it was. It's satisfying to see so many people that want more abortions. We want more abortions in San Antonio. More abortions. That's great. Mo- more dead babies in San Antonio. Let's create That's more dead for. babies. Right. Yeah, There's a right? goal for the city. And, uh, and, and at the same moment, he's a guy that likes these uh, vaccine mandates. Oh, yeah. So, hypocrite much, Ron? On one side, it's uh, my body, my choice. When in reality, you're talking about a dead baby. My right. body, my choice. 
And when it comes to the to the vaccine, no, it's not your body, your choice. You will take the vaccine. Well, they're, they're, it's deeply hypocritical. It's the definition of hypocrisy. But again, they don't care. Nah. <laughs> and the morons don't care either. Nah. Because you bring that up, uh, you know, you say you bring that up to anybody who's a who's a puke or a feminist puke or what have you. Even though half the time now they're fighting for the rights of men over women to be women, and they'll they'll say, "No, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. My body, my choice." You know, I, I, Kamala Harris said that. So, so you just mentioned something. We're out, we're out of stinking time. Um, you just mentioned something. That this weightlifter, oh, that's yeah, transgender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, no. We talk about this all the time because we <clears> talk <throat> about. We talk about how women are being canceled by this whole thing, right? Feminists the, the, are canceling women. The whole, remember the Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yeah. Taking out all references in her quote to she, her, blah, blah, blah. And so this uh, weightlifter that went to the Olympics is a guy. It's a dude. Look down. It's a guy. Yeah. Right? From uh, New Zealand. Right? Yeah. And he goes to the Olympics and he says he's a girl because he couldn't compete against guys anymore. So he goes over the Olympics. He didn't even place over there. No, he His tanked out in Tokyo. Terrible snatch. It was a terrible snatch, and he got out. He was, first first round. His snatch was terrible. So now, now, they named him Sports Woman of the Year. The University of Otago, Otago. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. Uh, Sports Woman of the Year, according to what they call the Blues Awards. This was reported in the Otago Daily Times. So not only is he cheating by competing against women, he wasn't even very good at that, and still somehow he gets to be sportswoman of the year. Talk about canceling women. A Again, dude, it's, a, it's a man's world, baby. Yeah, a dude is a sportswoman of the year. Right. That, now, there's feminism for you. And, 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 and Ron Nirenberg, again, circle back to him for a second. Ron Nirenberg, last week with this city council, the exception of Clayton Perry, voted to say... Guys should participate with girls in girls' sports, trampling over the rights of little bitty girls who want nothing but the chance to compete. It's absurd to me that this is where we've arrived. Right, right. It is an absurd notion that you have to fight for the rights of men to be women <laughs> and to compete against women and girls in, in sports. By the way, his, his tweet last week talking about that said, let kids be kids, but what now the- he wants to abort them. <laughs> Which is it, Ron? Keep them or kill them? What's it going to be? Can't really have it both ways. What's it going to be? Let kids be kids by letting them live. Yeah, you know? right. That's a good idea. Quick break. More wearing rhyme on the other side. Apple Pest Control is your company. I, I met with Stan just the other day. He's the owner of Apple Pest Control. Stan Goodson. And let me tell you a quick story. It's a Friday night, right? And he checks the phone messages constantly in case somebody's got an issue that they need help with right away and it just so happened a couple of fridays ago yep he saw my name on there and uh he called friday night he calls a woman back and he says hey can i help you and she said yes she said i listen i've been listening to trey Ware for over 30 years and i've heard him talk about you so many times we're having an event here tomorrow and i've got a major problem with some wasp. Can you help me? And, of course, it's a Friday night, and this event's happening on Saturday, so she needs help the very next morning. Stan said, yeah, I'll come out there and take care of it, but don't worry about it. And she said, I knew you would because Trey said you would. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. They live up to everything I tell you about them. At Apple Pest Control, they're the best. At Mosquito Control or whatever other problems you have with pests, you call Apple Pest Control, and they'll get rid of the pest for you. Their phone number at Apple is 210-695. It is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Well, he knows right over there. <laughs> it's your favorite time of the day. 
<laughs> we tell you what meaningless holidays are coming are, are happening today. That's right. It's St. Francis of Assisi Day. Oh, he was cool. Yeah, he yeah. was. It's Improve Your Office Day. We need to improve our office. Okay. How do we do Don, that? are you improving your office? I can put on deodorant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that might be a little helpful. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> well, this, the men in speech stick ran out yesterday, oh. so I have to get some. <laughs> well, I did, I did wow. a little, little my wife's secret on, though, so it's okay. It's strong enough for a man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Made for a woman. Well, it smells like a woman, too. I just wanted you to know. Well, that's okay. Uh-huh. Better than what I smelled like before. Yes. It's uh, National Vodka Day. What? Nancy's Nancy Pelosi's happy. It's, it's National Taco Day. Not even Tuesday. That's what it says, National Taco Day. Seriously? And, yes, it, it says National okay. Taco Day. I'll take it. And it's Dick Tracy Day. Oh, hey. <laughs> did, you, did you talk into your watch yet? Dick Tracy Day. Well, that explains the yellow uh, raincoat. Yeah, I tell anybody us. under the age of thirty-five has no I idea. I just thought he was a creep. Yep. <laughs> but no, they're flashing people at the bus stop. That's what that I yellow thought. raincoat of his with that pointy chin. Does anybody even know who Dick Tracy is anymore? Well, was? why don't you explain in case somebody? Dick Tracy know. was well. First off, he was a comic book hero, and he had. Uh, I think they did the old serials on yeah. him in the nineteen thirties. Oh yeah, and, sure. And uh, Warren Beatty and radio. Uh, radio. He was a radio, radio. show. Radio. Uh, Madonna yeah. and Ned Beatty did a. Not very good, good movie. Warren Beatty. Warren Not Beatty. Ned Who'd I say? Oh, Ned. Warren, oh, Ned Beatty's oh, that, a deliverance guy. You know, right? that would have been a better movie. <laughs> it probably. Yeah. It probably would have been. Uh, <laughs> and he was, he was a detective. And uh, he had all kinds of fancy gadgets, like a wrist. This now we don't. It's not so special now, right? It's the Apple iWatch. But he had an Apple. What back in the days was was a little video screen on his watch, what everybody thought was really cool. It was an iWatch, and that's what we have now. Right. And all the villains were like weirdos. They yeah. all had some kind of weird deformity, like melty face, you know, or whatever. It was like the old um, uh, flat top. He had a flat head. The old Batman from the 60s. They all yeah. had a weird thing, you know, something like that going on. Didn't, didn't William Defoe wasn't he in the movie and he was like all burned out and half his face was burned yeah, off? Yeah, well, and also Al Pacino played uh, one of the villains yeah. in, the, in, the, in the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> but so it's Dick Tracy day, so be loving on Dick Tracy. Okay. So... That's all I got, man. <laughs> the show's over. <laughs> Goodbye. We, we were, we're out. See ya. <laughs> but, uh, you know, National Taco Day and National Vodka Day. I don't know if vodka goes too good with tacos. <coughs> it's going to today. They will today. It's going to today. It, it, it darn well better today. So we always say that what stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Mm-hmm. And I like to bring these stories up because the media, the mainstream media, is not going to bring it up. But I will. Here in Tejas, of course, in Texas, down in Port Arthur, police responded uh, on Friday to an aggravated robbery at a church's fried chicken location on Jefferson Drive. Really? Yep. And when, it, when the cops got there, they learned that two suspects armed with handguns were robbing the restaurant. However, there was somebody sitting inside the churches just having a breast and a thigh. <laughs> having a breast and a thigh. That's all. Just having a breast and a thigh. A little side of mashed potatoes. And <laughs> dudes, that's right. Dudes walk in with their guns, and he said, now, wait a minute. You're not going to interrupt my breast and thigh eating. <laughs> so... He stands up and draws down on the bad guys. Wow. Pow, 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 pow. Right. Pow. 
And he ki- actually killed one of the one of the bad guys. Damn. One of the robbers actually killed him, you know. And uh, the armed citizen put a gun back in his holster and sat back down. Said, hey, give me give me another breast. <laughs> this was cold. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Where was this? It's in Port Arthur. Port Arthur. Port Arthur. Port Arthur. Yeah. Wow, man. Over in a, in a, down. You don't uh, mess go, with the dude while he's eating his breast and thighs, Are man. Are you kidding me? Out of churches. This is so, this, this over East Texas. Okay. <laughs> they call it the Golden Triangle. You got Beaumont, Port Arthur, and Orange. Right. And the Golden Triangle is between Houston and and Louisiana. It's a bayou. You know, Eric, you don't, no. You don't interrupt the dude when he's eating his chicken. Uh-uh, leave my chicken alone. Leave my chicken I alone. He, I bet he did just sit back down and con- 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 you know continue he eating. You know he did. <laughs> Can you warm up this okra a little? <laughs> I don't like cold okra. I need another batch of mashed potatoes. Something got in it. Um, so anyway. I love churches, man. Churches is great. It's too. really good stuff, man. I had chicken and waffles yesterday. How were they? I, You know, my family unit loves chicken and waffles. Yeah, where did you go? I forget where they got it from. Okay, well, it's always good, you know. I'm not a big chicken and waffles guy. You didn't it's, like it's it? It's too sweet for me. It's no, just it is too much sweet. sweetness. Got a lot of sweetness on that right there. A lot there. of sweetness, but they loved it, and that's all that mattered. Uh, Elon Musk's new girlfriend, Claire Elise Boucher, better known by her professional name as Grimes. What? I would have changed my name to Grimes. that, too, instead of trying to say Claire Elise Boucher. Uh, Grimes. <laughs> Spotted walk. I'm dating Grimes. Ugh, it just sounds weird, man. Walking through the streets of Los Angeles, they're they're now uh, broken up. They they split, and um, he he by the way is worth two hundred billion. He's the richest man on the planet, and she the rich. He's the richest man on the planet. Good for him. Though. He's cool. He's all right. I like him. And he made it in the free market. Yes, he did. Because what Elon does is he and he started at nine years old. He really comes up with cool stuff that people would like. Right, right. Like electric cars and all that kind of stuff. Spaceships. Yeah, <laughs> cool stuff. So that's called free market. That's what the free market's about. Well, apparently they had a different political opinion because she's been seen reading Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto. Oh, rock on. So, Well, apparently she's a moron. Yeah. So, you know, Elon, you're better off, dude. Well, <laughs> he makes it in the free market, and she'll find a way to spread it around a little bit. Right, right. Well, not with his money. Yeah, <laughs> not anymore. You screwed up, girlfriend. Uh-uh. <laughs> BSG, they're here for smart home technology and letting you buy your way with BSG at bsgtexas.com. Uh, what I want you to do is go over there to the website, bsgtexas.com. It's a three-step process right there. First, you choose your system. Then you choose your monitoring where you can save up to 40% a month and then complete the sale. I also want you to find out right there at bsgtexas.com about the Flex IO security sensor where you can stay connected with real-time alerts for what matters most. The Flex IO, it works immediately right out of the box. It's so simple. It is connected by cellular technology. There is no range or distance limitations. Fellas, if you've got a ranch down south or up in the Texas Hill Country and you want to monitor the gates, your barn door, the door to uh, your deer lease or whatever, this is what you need. It is a sensor that goes right there on the door, and you'll get a notification on your smartphone anytime it is breached. You can monitor gates. You can put it on your boat. You can put it on your RV. You can put it on your shed. You can put it on commercial property, whatever. Your gun's safe. It goes on anything, 
and it broadcasts through cellular technology. It's technology that makes you aware of what's going on anywhere right to your phone. That's exactly what BSG is about. With great customer service and the best prices anywhere, BSG.